If you've got a thirst for knowledge that never quits, Brightside Podcasts are just what you need. Whether you're into recent discoveries, space exploration, true stories, or useful tips for self improvement, psychology, gadgets, or just your day to day routine, there's something for everyone. Ever seen an airplane going through an arch of water between two fire trucks at the airport? Me neither. But I'd assume the aircraft is just getting a nice cleaning. But wait, why would they use fire trucks to wash an airplane? The short answer is they don't. Sometimes, on very special occasions, a usually even number of fire trucks equipped with water cannons line up at the airport to greet an airplane that just landed. This water salute is quite a beautiful display. If you're like me and wondering why you've never seen this shower of aviation affection in person, it's because the celebratory show doesn't happen often. There are occasions that call for it, but I'll get into that here in a bit. For now, let's see where this tradition stems from. It's a topic of some debate, but the generally accepted version is that it has to do with old maritime traditions. Many years ago, ocean liners setting off on their first trip overseas would get showered with water cannons from fireboats and tugs. They'd also greet the ship arriving from its maiden voyage in the same way to congratulate the crew on the new destination in their route. Something the Titanic missed out on. The idea to greet airplanes like this took off in the 90s at Salt Lake City International Airport. There, retiring Delta pilots were met with a farewell water arch after landing the aircraft. They did and still do it as a way to show respect and gratitude for their years of service. Saying goodbye to a veteran pilot isn't the only cause for an epic water salute. It's also done when a plane is flying to a new destination in the route network for the first time. Or, on the contrary, it's arriving somewhere for the last time. New airlines that start flying from a certain airport are also welcomed in this spectacular way. Finally, during major sporting events like the Olympics, the plane carrying the winning national team can land to a shower of affection and congratulations. Unless the salute is organized for a retiring captain, the pilot will always be informed of it. That way, they can let the passengers know ahead of time that there will be a festive welcoming. Otherwise, travelers might get pretty nervous at the sight of lit-up fire trucks spraying water on the plane. When a captain is retiring, many co-pilots will secretly inform the airport authorities while the captain is away to make it a real heartwarming surprise. To organize a water salute, the rescue department works together with air traffic control, which gives them the exact landing time and taxiway for the flight. Fire trucks typically get on both sides of the taxiway. There are sometimes three of them forming a triangle of water streams meeting at the center. All of this lasts only about two minutes. But within that short time, they spray around 3,000 gallons of water 250 feet up in the air. Sounds like a waste of water at first, but don't worry. It's actually good for firefighters to use the water cannons and other equipment. It might be a good way for newbies to practice, and it serves as a way to check that all the parts are working. It's important to control the speed and direction of the water streams so that passengers boarding nearby planes don't get drenched. The fact that water salutes are a pretty rare phenomenon only makes them look and feel even more special. But they're not the only tradition you can find in aviation. Cutting the shirt tail after the first solo flight The first solo flight is a milestone and emotional event for any pilot. It involves student pilots making a few loops and taking off and landing several times without any help from the instructor. After it's done, 
the new pilot taxis to the ramp where their instructor is waiting to cut the tail out of their shirt. This tradition dates back to the old days, when the instructor sat behind the student in tandem and tugged at their shirt tail to get their attention when they were doing something wrong. There were no headsets to transmit that information, and it was too loud in the cabin to just talk to the student or yell at them. So cutting the tail off is a way for the instructor to show the new pilot that they have confidence in them and won't be needing to tug on that tail anymore. This pilot can now fly independently. Some aviation schools hang the shirt pieces out on the wall afterward as part of the Hall of Fame. Grabbing a $100 hamburger In pilot slang, a $100 hamburger means an excuse to fly somewhere for the thrill of it. I'm not talking about huge passenger liners here, but small private planes. For a pilot, there's nothing better than the flight itself, so the destination or cause really doesn't matter. Some years ago, renting a light general aviation plane for a round trip to another airport in the area would generally cost around $100. When asked why they went there, the pilots would explain it as grabbing an exceptionally good burger. Today, that burger would cost way more than just $100, but the slang for a flight with no particular goal keeps on living. Pancake breakfast fly-ins This one sounds similar to the $100 hamburger, except there's a more evident reason behind it. Pilots get together at fly-ins to discuss their air adventures, fly around together, and compete in spot landing. It can be a small pancake breakfast for anyone who wants to meet up, or a bigger event like a full-on pilot festival. They find out about such get-togethers online. Pre-flight rituals Pilots don't get as nervous before the flight as passengers with aerophobia, of course. But some changes in their routine can mess up their moods and focus. And if there's anybody that needs those two things, it'd be pilots. In order to get in the zone, many of them follow the same pre-flight rituals. I'm not talking about checking the equipment before taking off, that's just part of the job. These personal rituals might include listening to the same music or having the same meal. Comfort food works the same for pilots as it does for the rest of us. Plus, it's a guarantee they won't get sick in the air. No pictures outside of the plane before the flight. This one is more of a superstition, but many pilots take it pretty seriously. There's an urban legend that says some pilot once allowed a journalist to take a picture of him right before the mission, and well, the flight didn't go smoothly to say the least. So now, many pilots would rather give the journalist their cap and let them take their seat for a picture than actually be in that picture themselves before the flight. By the way, do you avoid any superstitions yourself? Knocking on wood? Avoiding black cats? Spitting on your airline seat before sitting down? Let me know down in the comments. Never pointing at the sky before takeoff. Obviously, nobody likes flying in bad weather. It makes passengers anxious, and it makes a pilot's job even more complicated. But it's not only about the ride itself. Sometimes, flights can get canceled altogether, and then it affects a pilot's whole schedule and working hours. So, in comes the next superstition. Many pilots never point at the sky before going up, since they believe it can bring bad weather. However, talking to the sun in good weather is supposed to help those great conditions stick around. No one knows where these traditions come from, but hey, whatever it takes to keep my flight smooth as butter. Touching the nose of the plane Pilots usually build a special connection with their airplanes and even give them nicknames and talk to them. 
One good luck ritual is petting the plane on the nose, much like you do to your dog or cat. Not only pilots, but also passengers do it as a little thank you or please get us there safely ritual. Only passengers don't always get access to the plane's nose and just touch the aircraft as close as they can to the nose. Rubbing the seatbelt light before turning it on Turbulence is a regular part of the flying experience. When you're moving through so many air molecules that fast, a little rocking is bound to occur. Yet many passengers still don't like the feeling and pilots are aware. So they've come up with another little ritual to keep the scary stuff away. Before they turn on the fastened seatbelts light, they rub it a little. They do it secretly in hopes that the turbulence will pass and there will be no need to push the button. Well, that was scientific.